0: Legacy. Okay, it's Gautier. I found it pretty easily. A poet named Théophile Gautier. Gautier, 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 different ways. Uh, Théophile Gautier seems to be who is Théophile. Théophile Gautier. The poem is l'art, which is French for, um, art. So, okay, okay. That strikes closer to home, I guess. English teacher gets a scrap of poetry in an envelope. Now it's more likely that it came from the school. Some kid or one of my colleagues dropped it into my bag. Probably poorly because it hung on all the way until I stepped through the door and then it just fell on the floor. Handwritten. Nothing else on the paper, nothing else on the envelope, not even one of those security envelopes that you can't see through, just a regular cheap thing, but it was licked closed. Not enough trouble to address, but enough to seal it. And already, I know I've given it more thought than it deserves. You know, look, someone told me many years ago that the average teacher makes over 10,000 decisions in any one day. Sounds about right. Do I intervene when Henry leans across and says something offensive to Jackie? Her expression tells me it wasn't good, but I don't know what it was. Does my answer change if I saw them together yesterday enjoying themselves? Does it change if I know she's not easily offended? Does it change if I know neither of those things? Anyway, point is, if I make around 10,000 decisions on a regular day and I get 99% of those choices, right? Right? That's still a hundred bad decisions every day. You make a decision, you move on, and you hope you've created a space for learning to happen while you pretend to maintain your own sanity. After all, what's more important than making sure they can identify objects of the preposition for an SAT test? Certainly not anything Henry could whisper. (laughs) So here's a small choice. I know the source, But I don't know the source. I mean, I know what was written, who said it, but not who delivered it. I know the text, but not the context. So, decide. 1. Let's leave the paper up on the wall for a bit longer. Reminds me of the question, I guess. Something which, you know, might turn up. I won't forget the phrase very easily, at least not very soon. But I'll keep it, because standing up to reach over the desk in order to take it back off the wall takes more effort. 2 Let's set aside the context and think about the text for a minute. Maybe one will suggest the other. First thing I notice is that the quote is on a lot more wiki quote sites and such than the entire poem is. So most people who read it see it outside of the larger text, the smaller context. That also likely means that they misread it. Kind of like that Frost poem where everyone thinks he's talking about diverging down a road of non-conformity, striking his own hard path, when it's really just about choices we make and can never really revisit them. Every decision is like that. Once made, they're hard to unmake. I can't undo those hundred bad daily decisions. Anyway, so I get the full poem. I mean, a translation, of course, because I don't speak nearly enough French to help here. There are a few translations, apparently, and I'm not giving this thing a lot of my time. Here's the poem All things are doubly fair if patience fashion them and care. Verse, enamel, marble, gem. No idle chains endure. Yet, muse, to walk aright, lace tight, thy buskin proud and sure. Fie on facile measure a shoe where every lout at pleasure slip his foot in and out. Sculptor lay by the clay on which thy nerveless finger may linger, and thy thoughts flown far away. Keep to Carrera rare, struggle with Paris cold that hold the subtle line and fair. Lest haply nature lose that proud, that perfect line, make thine the bronze of Syracuse, and with a tender dread upon an agate's face, retrace Apollo's golden head. Despise a watery hue and tints that soon expire, with fire burn thine enamel true, twine Twine in artful wise the blue-green mermaid's arms Mid-charms of thousand heraldries Show in their triple lobe virgin and child That hold their globe cross-crowned and aerialed All things return to dust Save beauties fashioned well The bust outlasts the citadel Oft doth the ploughman's heel, breaking an ancient clod, Reveal a Caesar or a god. The gods too die, alas, But deathless and more strong than brass Remains the sovereign song. Chisel and carve and file Till thy vague dream imprint its smile On the unyielding flint. That one's a little different. Someone else translated it as a bust will outlast a city. The bust outlives the city. The art outlasts the current scene, the mere architecture of daily life, the routine creations. Is that it? Okay. So, we should make art. And it should be difficult. Careful. The most challenging mediums no simple approach. No easy button. And someone gave this to me. I gotta say, I have been asking myself some questions about some related things lately. I mean, Not about art, necessarily. I mean, you know, except as an academic exercise, as largely a philosophical troll, I'd ask, what is art? Just to see what students would say. Put that way, without context, without connection, it has the same sort of merits as arguing whether a hot dog is a sandwich. Of course, I'm not about to be lured into the argument of whether teaching is an art or a practice. Is it something that has a certain je ne sais quoi that only the talented might finesse? A skill that with practice any dog catcher can muster. No offense intended to the artists of canine retrieval. I know what I think. And I don't need to persuade anyone, but the other question is, is there much about what I've done which will outlive a city? Or has my work been the routine habitude of every other city or citizen out there? The rushing about of bees or mice that serve some civic role but adds little to the lasting human experience. What bronze, enamel, marble, or gem has been my work? What Gautier is asking, what the note writer has chosen to quote, is as much about duration as it is about art itself. Of my 35 years doing this, what endures? As I think about this, I think about one of my juniors nodding off in class today. Brent doesn't do this often, but today his masked face, one of only four in the classroom, the rest of the 34 students are safely at home, tucked behind their muted screens and microphones. His face slowly closed on itself and his head sank to the desk. Who am I to fault him? We're all exhausted from the screens, from the isolation, even in f to f circumstances. We see each other through plexiglass shields and never dawdle in going from class to class. There is neither rush nor loiter. We just move through the weeks. Is it live or is it a memorex facsimile? Seventeen years before this moment of my decision to let Brent sleep a bit, about the time he was born, I was watching other students try to balance through their lives, guiding where I might. The Democrats had nominated John Kerry to run against Bush, which seemed a good idea at the time. And Justin Timberlake assaulted Janet Jackson on national television, and we somehow blamed her. Seventeen years before that, I was doing the same thing. It was 1987, then. Reagan was fessing up to Iran-Contra. Ollie North was testifying, while Glenn Close ran through Michael Douglas' house with a knife. The names of the students changed. Brent probably was Jordan in 2004, probably Marcus in 87. And there was no pandemic, but the exhaustion was still evident. Am I a producer of the city or of art? Uh, This is no call for reassurance, I assure you. I fully get the idea of impacting young people for the rest of their lives, etc., etc. That's the kind of mantra a teacher needs to keep them going. Damn it, who the hell gave me this? I don't need to spend my time looking back over all this. I know I did my part, built some good programs, taught the hell out of a few classes. That's not what this is about. What is the line from 1852 asking me? What did Gautier, writing in the same era where children worked over ten hours per day and where Emma Snodgrass first wore pants in public, want with me? (laughs) On to something else. Decision made. I'm retiring, yes. But that doesn't mean I don't have better things to do. Screw whoever did this. But... I still left it there on the wall, didn't I?